You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But it is time to turn our attention to the NFL and start previewing some of these Week 12 matchups. We will start with the Bucks and the Browns. Tampa Bay coming off a bye week. They travel to Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is back next week. So this is Jacoby Brissett's swan song. This is dipped from three and a half to three. It's now Tampa minus three, minus 115. Cleveland plus three, minus 105. Over under four, 42 and a half. What are we doing in Tampa, Cleveland? So I think Tampa's going to win this game, right? They've been playing really good, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. I think they figured some things out, especially with the run game. But still, when you look at it, they're 32nd in the league in rushing offense. Now, Leonard Fournette's no longer the primary back. Uh, I like White a lot. Brady, I mean, we're, people were overreacting, I think. I mean, Brady was going through some stuff. Now he looks much better. I think the I think the Bucks are going to be fine because they're in a terrible division, right? Maybe they can make a run. Because uh, the NFC is a dumpster fire. But I actually like the Browns to keep it close here. They should be getting Deshaun back here. They're probably not going to do anything this year. They're playing for next year, I guess. Which is funny because they, once again, kind of went all in for this year. You know, Jadavion Clowney goes back and he's like, well, I want to play with Deshaun. And it's like, well, when? Next year? Uh, you're not going to be with them for the first 13 weeks of the season. But Nick Chubb was just shut down last week, man. He was. What do you have, 15 yards in that game? On yeah. 14 carries or whatever it was? But he's been a beast all season long. He's aver- he's averaging you know 92 rushing yards a game, 11 touchdowns, and everybody rips Jacoby Brissett. Brissett's been pretty good, man. 11 touchdowns, only five picks. He's played pretty good for Deshaun. Uh, I like the Browns to keep this game close. I think the Bucks win, but it was at three and a half, and I grabbed some three and a half with Cleveland. I could easily be on the wrong side here. I mean, you look at the trends. I believe Tampa Bay's four and one against the spread the last five meetings. They're three zero and one against the spread in their last four games in November because this is usually when they start to figure things out. You go back even a couple years ago, the year they win the Super Bowl, they kind of look like a mess. They got shut down by the Saints in that game. People thought Brady should retire. They end up figuring things out the second half of the season and winning the Super Bowl. So seems like it's about time that Brady and the offense figure things out. You know how good the defense is for Tampa, but I still feel like uh, Cleveland's going to keep this game close and we're getting the hook. We're getting the key number over. So uh, give me the three and a half with Cleveland here. I love the look at three and a half with Cleveland at three. I would still probably lean Browns, but it's a pass for me. I think with the hook, though, you're on the right side. Plus, you always got to worry about when a warm weather team heads to a city like Cleveland playing the outdoors, right? No worries about Brady and outdoor weather. He had 20 years of that in Foxborough. But obviously, the defense trying to tackle Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt in that weather, that could be a struggle. And Ryan, again, you look at just how the AFC North has done against the NFC South this season, man. The Ravens are 3-0 against the conference. The Bengals are 3-0 against the conference. The Browns beat the Panthers earlier in the year. The Steelers have beaten the Bucks. They've beaten the Saints. So these AFC North teams that like playing in the cold weather, defensive-oriented, running the football, good head coaches, 
that they've been dominating these NFC South teams. So I think the Browns plus three and a half is the right side with you. Again, my concern is because Watson is coming back next week, how much is that a distraction continuing to take reps with the first team and all that? But on the flip side, this is Jacoby's last week, right? So he could go out there and absolutely ball. And that's the other thing, man. He's got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. 100%. I'm not going to say it's an audition because you know he's going to be a backup next year. Although, is he? He always finds his way yeah. into a starting role and then they <laughs> attempt to kill him or something like that. And Could be the Panthers starter next year, baby. I, I like Jacoby. He's never going to win you a Super Bowl, but no. he's a very good backup. 100%. Yeah, hell yeah. I agree. All sports. Good stuff. So we're on the Browns plus three and a half side there. Next game, Bengals at Titans. To me, this is the best matchup here of week 12. Can't wait for this one. And I like the side quite a bit. I, uh, I'm big on the Bengals this week. I got it at one and a half. It's now up to two and a half. Jamar Chase, he is expected to play. Ryan, you know my thing, though, man. So many people are going to talk about how this is a revenge game for the Titans against the Bengals because of what they did to them in the playoffs. And I love fading teams in those revenge spots. It's like you don't think the Bengals want to beat Tennessee just as bad. It's a big game for both teams. Joe Mixon out of the lineup, I don't think is really going to be as big of a deal as people make it, especially for the Bengals, who are a great passing team as is, and especially with Chase back, there's really, there's not going to be much of a downgrade there. Tennessee, obviously, they've been unbelievable against the spread. They've covered seven straight games. They've been so good all year in these spots where the spreads are like two and a half, three, one and a half. They did it again last week against Green Bay. They do it every single week, so... I can see why Tennessee would be a popular pick. I just think this is going to be one of those pros versus Joes game, Ryan. I think the pros are going to be on the Bengals. The Joes are going to be on Tennessee because people love them as a trendy underdog at home. But to me, the Bengals are the play. I got them at one and a half. I still like anything under the field goal. Two and a half, I think, is a good play as well. But I like Cincinnati quite a bit. Yeah, I'm on Cincinnati here. And, uh, you know, we talked about this on Monday. I grabbed some Cincinnati early thinking this line's only going to move one way. It's going to probably be Jamar Chase is ruled in. And then was, what does that do for the number? We talked about this with uh, Costos, actually, too. Yep. He's probably worth one and a half, two points to the spread. If Joe Mixon does get ruled in, which he's in the concussion protocol, we know how they're treating these injuries right now. We probably won't see him. Yeah. But, I completely agree, man. And we don't even know if we'll see, uh, you know, Evans. So who's that going to be like? Samaji Pirine. Pirine, probably. Which that's fine because you have to beat Tennessee through the year. They have one 100%. of the worst secondaries in the league. Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, couldn't get anything done last Thursday night. I'm trying to erase that from my memory. <laughs> uh, men in black. It, but they don't give up anything on the ground, man. Like they are really good against the run and against the pass, though. That's where you get that's where you get Tennessee. They're giving up nearly 250 yards. You know what Burrow's doing right now if we get Jamar Chase back. I thought there was going to be some serious regression from the Bengals this year after that Super Bowl appearance appearance, you know, but on the defensive side of the ball they're fine. Uh Ryan Tannehill's not carving them up for 340 yards like he did to that Green Bay secondary. And I'm with you. You know, you go back and you watch that playoff loss for Tennessee, a game that they probably should have won, but Ryan Tannehill was terrible. Vrabel wasn't at his best. The defense was great. They sacked Joe Burrow in that game. What was it? Eight, nine times. Uh, But man, I just think the Bengals are the better team. I agree. And I think that the Bengals, I don't think there's going to be regression. I think that's a really good football team. I wouldn't be shocked if they're, you know, representing the AFC again this year. I like the Chiefs. See what happens with the Bills. But yeah, I'm all about the Bengals this week, man. And that's a short price for them. So. Doesn't this kind of have the feel of a little Minnesota-Dallas from last week too, yeah. right? Like Tennessee, a home dog. You feel like people are going to gravitate to them. And, and the Bengals, winning. Yeah. yeah, and the Bengals are probably going to be the right side. So in agreement there. This next game, Miami is now up to 14 against Houston. Kyle Allen, of course, is going to play instead of Davis Mills. Dolphins coming off a bye. 
But again, they do have that game against San Francisco next week, so very easily could be a look-ahead spot for them. We know the Texans only have one win on the year, but they continue to battle hard. They have they have some nice young pieces on defense, a really good young running back in Pierce. 14's a lot of points, Ryan, but this offense at home has just been unbelievable. Any plays in Miami-Houston? Oh, man, that's gotten so ridiculous. And now we're getting, like you said, Kyle Allen in this game. I definitely... 13 and a half, and especially if we get to 14, if there's a 14 and a half that's available, you would probably have to play Houston, right? Uh, I would have But it's to. a one-win team with Kyle Allen, man. And I actually kind of liked Davis Mills last year. Uh, yeah, I thought, thought he, I, I thought, I thought, other than Mac, I thought he was the best of the bunch. Has not been good. We like Pierce a lot. Maybe if I'm looking for anything in this game, maybe a rushing prop, because how many, how many times are you going to drop back? Uh, Kyle, Allen. Kyle Allen, dude. With Bradley and, Chubb back there waiting to get him. Yeah, or maybe some like under rushing props for Miami because it's hard to believe with you know McDaniel calling the plays, but right now they still can't really get anything going on the ground. 22nd most rushing yards only in the league. Um, I think it's going to be a big two a day. A lot of pushing the ball down the field. Nothing in this game for me. If you get to 14, 14 and a half, I feel like you'd have to play the Texans, but I could see a situation where Miami just runs them off the field. The problem is for Miami... They give up 450 yards or whatever a game. The secondary is not very good. All they do is blitz and leave that secondary that's all banged up right now on an island. But are the Texans really going to take advantage of that? Maybe the, as crazy as it sounds, what do you think about maybe the under? Ah, no, 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 no nothing in this game. Let's move on. <laughs> I agree, man. 14 is just such a big number. And with the look ahead next week, Miami coming off a bye, feeling good about themselves. I just can't lay two touchdowns with them. Uh, the next game, Ryan, we have the Bears at the Jets. Justin Fields, is he going to play? That's the big question. This line has gone from four and a half to six. Obviously, Zach Wilson out. Mike White is in over under 38 and a half. I actually like a couple things in this game. Same my here, favorite so glad, play, yeah. my favorite play is Bears team total under 16 and a half. Good call. My thoughts are that Fields is not going to play. And here's where the Bears have gone wrong, Ryan. The Ravens, what they do is smart, is obviously Lamar Jackson's your starter. But what they do is their backup quarterbacks have always been guys that can run, right? Trace McSorley, Tyler Huntley, so that if Lamar goes down, you at least have somebody who's still capable of running the offense. Do you know if Justin Fields can't go, who the Bears' backup is will be on Sunday? Oh, you bet your ass I do. It's Trevor Simeon. Okay, can Trevor Simeon run? Trevor Simeon, I never want to see Trevor <laughs> okay. Simeon ever again. Exactly. I've seen remember when Trevor Simeon was the Broncos' starting quarterback? Remember, I've seen way too much Trevor Simeon in my life. So, right. And Justin Fields, obviously what made what has made this Bears offense so good over the last month is has been his ability to run. Yeah. He's been just running all over teams. So now with Trevor Simeon in the game, you can't do that anymore. 16 and a half is way too many points against this Jets defense, who might be the best in the NFL. Love the Bears team total under. Also like under 38 and a half as well. As for the line, there's really nothing for me on this game. I really don't think, though, that there's much of a drop-off from Zach Wilson to Mike White. As a matter of fact, I think Mike White might even be better. So if there was a play for me, especially if Fields doesn't play, it's probably Jets minus six. But Bears team total under, that is my play in this game. So I ended up actually teasing uh, the Giants with the, with the Jets. I just wanted to get the Jets down to pick. Figuring again, man, if Justin Fields, and even if Justin Fields does play in this game, I love what the Bears are doing right now. Because what they're doing is evaluating Justin Fields. They figured out that that's their guy. They figured out, okay, if we put him in good situations, let's let's surround him with some some pieces. You know, let's trade for Chase Claypool. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't really matter because look at how many picks they have now. You know what I mean? Like they could 
if they're bad enough, they're going to get one of these elite wide receivers. And this is the year where if you need one of those guys, look at all these guys, man, in college football right now. And so they're still losing these games. And a lot of these games that they're losing, Justin Fields is great, but he's making some critical mistakes to lose these games. I mean, every week you tune in, red zone, he's making all these yep, plays. And then, he, turnovers. Yeah, and, then, and then he's throwing a pick to lose the game <laughs> and putting the Bears in bad situations. But he's great. I'm not going to rag Justin Fields. He doesn't really have anything around him. I like Mooney, but he's a number two at best. Claypool doesn't know the offense. That's a terrible offensive line. He's running for his life. And the defense is terrible. I actually like the Jets, but not at six. So I just, like you said, I like the team total under. We know Trevor Simeon's not going to be able to do anything. (laughs) It's going to be, you know, the offense that Nagy was pretty much running. They don't really have an identity without Justin Fields right now because they've completely redesigned that offense the second half of the season. That's why they've become an over team. I I think Mike White is going to be huge just for like, I mean... The team just needs a spark, Wilson, man. They hate Zach. Well, it's that's the that, whole Wentz Heineke see, thing, right? That, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, if Zach Wilson just goes to the podium and answers that question like a human being and says, yeah, I let the team down. I sucked. I, I My said, defense was great. They said, do you feel like the offense is letting the team down, letting the defense down? I would have said the offense isn't letting the defense down. I am, I am letting right. the defense down. And then the teammates rally around somebody no, like dude, that. No, dude, we got you, man. Right. Mike F. and White's going to go in there and, and, and run the show. We've seen him <laughs> yes. win games before. He's threw for 400 yards against, against the Bengals. Against the Bengals, yeah. The team that played in the Super Bowl right. with the solid defense and all that money they spent on the defensive line. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Mike White is a good, like, if we're going to continue to back him every week, but there's like limited film on him. I think he's going to go in there. And if I had to make a bet on this game, I'd probably play the Jets at six, but I would use them as a teaser. I don't think there's any chance they That's lose to the Bears. Call. And then if Fields does play and you want to buy back, maybe you could get a number with the Bears or maybe use them in a teaser or something. I know that's a lot to do, but yeah. if Fields doesn't play, I think the Jets roll. I like that teaser look. Take that team total under 16 and a half. 